So today is um, <clears throat> Christmas Day, right? So last night, you remember what we talked about last night? We talked about who? God, right? Jesus, right? So we sang just now that, you know, we, talked, we sang about a baby, right? But right after the baby was born, there was a relative of Jesus that came to prepare a way for him. Do you know who that relative was? Who was that, Liza? John. John the Baptist. What was he to Jesus? Do you remember? A cousin. Man, she beat you. She's, she's quick on the draw, huh? <laughs> All right. Trail. Uh, so, let me ask you a question now, okay? So h- how many months apart were they? Do you know? Oh, the hard questions, huh? All right, Liza. Bell them out. No? Maybe about six months maybe difference? Three months? I can't remember. Anybody know? Three, six months? You got it? What is it? No, I have that many. <laughs> All right, so anyways, there was somebody who came to prepare a way, and it was his cousin, right? John the Baptist is the cousin of Jesus. Mary and uh, John the Baptist's mom were related, okay? So here we are. We're going to talk about John the Baptist. So we talked about this baby. This baby came, and we're saying about it, I'm sorry, and then now we are here with John the Baptist. So if you want to follow along in Matthew chapter 3, we're going to go through verses 1 through probably 12 there. So it says, Now in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, here's his message, case is very important. He says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, for this is the one referred to by Isaiah the prophet, saying. So this is prophesied you know, in the Old Testament, so there will be one coming. And it says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John himself had a garment do you know what he wore as clothes? A suit, right? Buttoned up, black and white suit, some Stacy's, right? No? Combed his hair back? I don't have the look of John the Baptist? No? Okay. He's what? Uh, armor? No, no. Good clothes. Hold on. What do you think John the Baptist wore as clothes? It's mentioned in James? Almost. You're getting close. What do you think, Terrell? Camel's hair, right? He wore camel's hair. Okay, what did he eat? Yes. Locusts and honey, right? So now, now John himself had a garment of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt, okay? But it was a big belt. Good thing he didn't have any children, right? Good for them. <clears throat> and around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Man, you guys are on it today. Then Jerusalem was going out to him and all Judea and all the district around the Jordan. So they heard about this guy preaching this message of repentance. So everybody wanted to go here, right? So here they go. <clears throat> then Jerusalem was, yes. And then it says, and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River. And they confessed their sins. Because he had a message of repentance, right? They're preparing themselves. There was a reckoning of sin. So before we go to God, before we go to the baby, there has to be a reckoning of what? Like Christ saves us, right? But what do you have to understand first? That we are what? Sinners, right? We have to understand it first from the perspective of God that he is holy. And when we understand that God is holy, then we see ourselves as sinners, okay? So that's important. That's why he's preparing the way, okay? We have to see ourselves as who we are. So he calls us to repent. And we do that today. We preach from this pulpit, we preach from this church, 
a message of repentance, okay? The message is not over with today, right? So Christ has come, we preach a message of repentance, and it's still offered today. Now, verse 7, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for his baptism, he said to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruit in keeping with repentance, is to follow the way of repentance. And do not suppose that you can say to yourselves, oh, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that from these stones, God is able to raise up children to Abraham. The reason why he said that is because they're like, oh, we don't need all that. We come from Abraham, right? We are the children of Abraham. We have a father, Abraham, and he's how, that's how we get to heaven, right? We don't need to follow all these things. So in verse 10, it says, and the axe is already laid at the root of the trees. Here's a warning, okay? Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit, what's good fruit? Do we know? Vegetables. Vegetables. I like mangoes myself. Is that cool? (laughs) No, good fruit, right? So you can only bear fruit if you have a good root, right? If Christ is our foundation, then the fruit that we bear is real fruit. And those are the acts, the things that we do, right? Um, The bear good fruit. So he said, if he does not bear good fruit, he cuts it down and throws it into the fire, you know, I do that with my tomato plants. As they grow, I trim them, grab them, and I throw them in the fire because I don't want them to grow, you know, little side branches, okay, because the fruit will be smaller. So I chunk them because they won't produce good fruit. And then in verse 11, it says, As for me, I baptize with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. Who's coming after John the Baptist? Who's that, Elijah. Jesus Christ, right? Because he's preparing the way for Jesus, right? He says, and I am not fit to remove his sandals. Can you imagine that? He's not even worthy to take off the sandals of Jesus. I tell you, Phyllis, he's so humbled by this. Right? Okay? All right, so he says, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. There's a double warning here, okay? In verse 12, it says here, his winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clear his threshing floor. And he will gather his wheat into the barn. Okay, there's, he's going to bring some this way. And he will burn up the shaft with the unquenchable fire. So the leftover, he's going to burn it. What's he talking about here? Okay. Not healthy food. Okay, good. Okay. That's right, right? So the good, the bad, right? But, but, in, but in more detail, those who repent, right? So there's two types of people. So the question is, how do we escape this fire? So John the Baptist came with the message of repentance. But how do we escape? Do we know? That's right. And I think Owen's going to go into more detail about that today. But John the Baptist prepared a way and we'll, I, won't, I won't spoil it for Owen, but he'll come in and he's going to hopefully reveal the way out, right? So he says here, his winnowing fork is in his hand and he will thoroughly clear his threshing floor. And he will gather his wheat into the barn, his wheat into the barn, and he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. That is a reality. That's not a metaphor. That is a reality. Okay, we need to understand that. Okay? All right, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that uh, the children, Lord, um, sat and, and participated, Lord, and did very well. We just thank you, Lord, for 
their obedience, Lord. And we just thank you for this message, Lord. It's um, hard to hear, and uh, but we need to come to you, Lord, as holy. We need to see you as holy, and we are sinners, Lord. And that we just thank you, Lord, that um, that you made a way. And we just thank you for that message and what that message uh, represents. And I pray that you'd be with Owen, Lord, as he gets ready to present your word to us. And uh, that our hearts and minds are um, just clear, Lord. This will be the the most important message out of the whole Bible that we need to hear. And I pray, Lord, that we're all attentive to it. We pray in your name. Amen. <clears throat> 